Welcome, UNA Bases in Sports and Sorts. We talk about the happenings going on with our local high school programs and other things around the basin. I'm your host, Mark Winterton. Joining me today, Candace Workman. Before we get to her, I want to mention the sponsors of our show, which is JP Saddle in Vernal, Farm Fitness in Roosevelt's CrossFit Style Gym. Go to farmfitroosevelt.com for more information. And also the Levitt Group Insurance Agency, Vernal Roosevelt. You need bonding? Hey, they can set you up with a bond line. Make the whole process smooth with less hassle. So give them a call today, 435-781-0000, or you can give me a call, 435-724-7773. Candace, I wanted to bring you on, talk about, of course, the the upcoming uh, junior high TOC, Tournament of Champs. Um, it's going to be on the 12th. But also, I want to, of course, come back to you that uh, you were just inducted into the Utah Wrestling Hall of Fame. I was. What an honor. Yeah, a huge honor. And I was really surprised and, yeah, very excited. Other feelings when you were contacted about receiving this? Um, I was a little, I was just shocked. Um, it wasn't something, well, as a kid, it wasn't something that I really ever thought about. I think kids, they set their goals on things more like winning state titles and national titles and making Olympic teams and things like that. But you don't think about the culmination of all of your hard work coming together in one award, like Hall of Fame stuff. So, and it's also something that girls haven't ever had the, haven't ever done. I was the first female to be inducted into the Utah Hall of Fame. So I just didn't ever really think about it. Um, and then when they gave me the call, I also, my first thought was, I'm a little young for this. So I joked with Utah Wrestling and said, is there any chance we could maybe put an asterisk next to my name? Because I feel like I still have a lot to contribute to wrestling. And especially as a coach, I still have a lot of things that I want to accomplish and, and um, do for Utah Wrestling. So they, they were like, okay, yeah, no problem. We can put an asterisk next to your name. So. <laughs> hey, you can still be a Hall of Famer and continue to con- contribute. Yeah, yeah. Um, you started wrestling when it was a boys' sport. Right, yes. There were not really that many females, especially in Utah. What was that like? Um. So I started wrestling when I was seven. So wrestling in Vernal, I started doing the Tiger League, kind of what most kids start with. And um, it wasn't anything unusual or weird to me. And if it was, I was young enough that I don't really recall it being that different. Um, But the boys, they may have felt differently in the beginning, but they all kind of grew up with me too um, in Vernal and in the basin. So it wasn't anything too different until I got to the junior high program. So once I got to fifth grade and I started traveling outside of the basin to wrestle, that's when um, I was met with a little bit more skepticism and um, people were a little bit more hesitant to wrestle me. And that's when I kind of felt that I was, doing something different that people weren't really familiar with. Um, so I still remember the first time a kid ever forfeit to me. It was um, my fifth grade year. We were out at a tournament and 
back then we didn't have track wrestling and online stuff to um, like all my brackets to pair kids up and things like that. And so they would line you up with your weight class and pair you up with the kids you're supposed to wrestle. They'd give you a paper and have you walk to whatever mat was open. So they gave our bout sheet to the other boy and I ran to go get my dad, went to the mat to go wrestle and the kid was nowhere to be found. Um, he had taken our bout sheet and went and hid in the bathroom. And so I'm standing out on the mat waiting. The kid's coach comes walking into the gym, dragging the kid behind him. And the kid's kicking and screaming. And he's just crying. He doesn't want to wrestle a girl. And so then I started crying. And I didn't understand. I'm like, why won't he wrestle me? And so we're both out there crying on the mat. I just wanted to wrestle and he did not want to wrestle. And um, that was the first time I'd ever experienced anything like that. So it was just, it broke my heart a little bit and I didn't understand that I was different. And then I kind of started to see more and more of it and was met with a little bit more criticism. So I got more used to it as the years went on and kind of got a little bit thicker skin, but it was after a few years of the junior high program, people got used to it again and then I got up to the high school and had to kind of start that process all over again. I imagine that would have been very discouraging, especially as a as a young mm, youth, right? A youth. What drove well, you to? Yeah. I guess what drove you to stick with it then? I mean, through some of those difficult times, those discouraging times. Um. I well, I guess my personality is when somebody tells me I can't do something, um, I'm a little bit more motivated to do it. Um. If somebody tries to tell me that I'm not capable of doing something or, um, and it's something that I have my heart set on, it's just going to push me even more. So after a couple years on the junior high program, um, there was actually one tournament who they had said that they weren't going to allow girls. And it was a tournament that we had gone to a couple times before. And so my dad, who was the middle school coach, he reached out to them and was hoping that it was maybe some sort of mistake or that they would still allow me to come. And um, they said no, that they didn't want me to compete, that kids didn't want to wrestle me. And so because of that, they were going to keep me out of the tournament. So we had to get an attorney from the ACLU and um, they had to put an injunction on the tournament so that they couldn't hold it until they allowed me to compete. So then they ended up creating a girls only division and um, they expected me to sign up for that. But our attorney was a rock star and she let them know that because of title nine, there wasn't an equal opportunity for me because there were no other girls for me to wrestle. So if I didn't have the chance to compete, then they couldn't deny me that chance. And so they ended up, regretfully having to let me go into the tournament and um I was met with a lot of criticism um that tournament a lot of people out there were not happy that I showed up and I don't think I've ever had so many people yell nasty things to me and cheer against me and that year ended up being one of my best years of wrestling just because it was something that really motivated me I wanted to prove not only to myself, but to them that I deserve to be here. And I always kind of tried to handle myself with grace. And 
um, I understood that people are entitled to their opinions. And if they didn't agree with me wrestling, that was totally fine. Um, but it was something that I wanted to do and it was my passion. So I was going to pursue it as far as I could. Well, so let's talk, maybe just let's mention some of your accolades. You, you've had a pretty, uh, astonishing wrestling career. So yeah. let's go ahead and just, just brag about yourself, Candace. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, so starting in junior high, I had one state. I became the first girl to win state in junior high. Um, and then when I got up to high school, I became the first girl to ever qualify for state against the boys. And then um, I ended up placing at state that year. So then it was, I was the first girl to place at state. And then the next year I ended up making it to the state finals. So then it was another big deal because I was a finalist. Um, unfortunately, I never won state against the boys. Um, so the best I ever took was second. But then after high school, I received a scholarship to go and wrestle at the Olympic Education Center in northern Michigan. So I wrestled there. And then that is kind of the feeder program for the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, where I lived and trained full time um, as a senior level athlete and competed around the world and was able to make some world teams and travel wrestling and doing what I loved. And so let me let I'm just going to now take it a little bit back. Um, growing okay. up in Vernal, UNA was mm-hmm. a it is a wrestling community. Would you say? Right. Yeah. Was do you think growing up in Vernal made it easier to wrestle? Um, I would say so, just because I had I I still had the community support. Um, and so that's one of the things that makes Vernal very special when it comes to wrestling is that the community will rally behind you. So I was luckily, um, in a place where people didn't really care so much that I was a girl. They just loved the fact that I was winning and, um, that I was representing them. And so the community was huge. Um, my teammates, they were all amazing and they were all just like big brothers to me and were always in my corner and standing up for me. Um, and then because the program is so good and such a tough program that in turn made me tougher because the practices were, were grueling and, um, better, better sparring partners, right? Right. Yes. I had guys to push me and, that was one of the things that made me the wrestler that I was, was I had studs that were just beating up on me day in and day out. And the practices were killer. And honestly, our practices in Vernal were harder than the practices when I moved on to college and to the Olympic level. They were just, they were tough practices and that having that and those partners. And that's what made me the wrestler that I was. Besides your stubbornness, who was, uh, huge I guess reason that uh that you excelled in the sport was there was there any coaches along the way and maybe it was your dad yeah yeah definitely my dad um he was always my both my parents were huge supporters and I know that it wasn't only hard for me at times it was really hard for my parents to have to listen to people say things about me um and always have to try and stick up for me and fight for my right to be able to wrestle so it was hard for the entire family 
but they were always supportive and and so my dad he pushed me from the time I was little all the way through high school once I moved up to the high school program he moved up to the high school and um my parents took me all over the country to try and pursue wrestling and then once I got to the high school um our head coach Greg Stensgard he was huge he became a big part of my life um and he's still to this day he's like a second father to me so he was always nothing but supportive and my one request was always just to be treated like one of the guys I didn't want any special treatment um I didn't want to be a good rest a good girl wrestler I wanted to just be a good wrestler and and coach Stensgard was one of those people that he never treated me like the girl on the team or anything like that. He just treated me as one of the wrestlers and I was very appreciative for him and his role that he's had in my life. What opportunities has the sport given you? Um, well, like I said, when I graduated, I was able to go to college and um, the, the scholarship that I received for wrestling, it was actually a full ride scholarship. Um, so it granted me access to schooling. Um, it helped me travel the world. Um, I was able to go to, gosh, we've tried counting and we can't even count how many countries we've been to 20 something countries. Um, just to compete in, in a sport, which is crazy. Um, so I've been able to see the world with wrestling. Um, I met my boyfriend through wrestling. He's actually from California, so I wouldn't have met him otherwise had it not been for this. Um, and now we have convinced him to move out to Vernal, and he's coaching um, out here alongside me. So that's pretty good for the program because he was an amazing wrestler, and he's a great coach. So um, it's helped me make different relationships along the way. So I've got friends all over the place. Um, I feel like most countries that I go to, we've got a house that we could stay at because we've made really close relationships with people all over the place. That's awesome. Uh, as far as, so so now you've come back to Vernal and you're yeah. coaching. Yeah. Because of your experience, what is your drive, I guess, in, in coaching? Um, I think that when I was getting towards the end of my career, I really appreciated, I was able to see the big picture with wrestling and everything that it had given me. And the biggest thing, um, that I was taking away from my career was the relationships that I had made along the way. So I think as a coach, it's very important for me to have a good relationship with not only my wrestlers, but with their families as well. Um, and I could not have made it through wrestling without my teammates. And so that's one of the things that we try and push with the kids. Um, or it's that it's not just a team, it's a family. And so we try and do a lot of team bonding activities and, um, we try and build those relationships with the kids and their families and try and um, be close with everybody that comes into the room. And you can kind of see that they are starting to um, push each other and they're all there for each other and they're, they're all brothers and they all want to hang out in the wrestling room all day long. And we've got to kick them out sometimes because 
that's just their home and they want to be in 24 7 365 days out of the year so building that culture where wrestling is it's a job but it's a fun job and we can push each other and be there for for our teammates and see them as family um it's a culture change and it's good to have especially with kids nowadays they just some kids don't know what hard work is and so if they don't have those teammates to lean on when things get hard um it would be very very difficult to make it through so they're all a very tight-knit bunch and we're close with them and um it makes coaching so much more fun when you're close with the kids and you have that kind of relationship with them all right so you have the junior high toc coming up on the 12th um maybe just some quick details and and why you guys decided to start this because this will be the second year that it has existed yes so we tried to have it um in 2020 as well and unfortunately that was the year that covid kind of wiped everything out so we were still planning on having it up until like the week before and um and then there were outbreaks through town and then that's when um or through the state and then that's when the governor decided to have like the two week shutdown of everything and that was right when we were about to have our tournament so we ended up having to cancel it in 2020 so last year was our first year having it um but the tournament of champions for the high school has just become um, a very prestigious tournament. It's a big tournament that people from all over Utah and Wyoming and Colorado and um, all these other states that they, it's considered one of the toughest tournaments that they go to. And um, it's cool for high schoolers, even for the finals and the awards and, um and the competition and so we wanted to kind of have something like that for our younger wrestlers and our younger wrestlers they grow up going and visiting toc and watching the high school team and they all really look forward to wrestling in that tournament someday so we wanted them to kind of experience that at a smaller level but to have a taste of what it's going to be like to wrestle in front of your hometown and um to have the cool awards and um And unfortunately, during the middle school season, there's just not much going on locally for competition. So we wanted to have something at home where the kids that have families that are unable to travel to the Wasatch Front to watch them, um, we wanted them to have an opportunity close to home to come and to see the kids wrestle and, um, and just for the kids to kind of experience it. So we decided to push for it and um, the city was super supportive Um, the county. So everybody kind of rallied behind it and made it happen. So the city actually helped us um, get maps for the tournament because there was a lot that went into planning it and being able to afford it. And um, so the city helped us get it going and the high school program helped us get it going. And so now we're going into our second year and we have to make our tournament something that's huge and incentivize people to come out because people in the Wasatch Front look at driving to Vernal as the worst thing ever because it's so far away, which is crazy because we drive out there every single weekend. But so we had to have cool awards so kids get singlets and we had 
school mats for kids to wrestle on, which is something that they just don't usually get. Um, but we had to, to, to make people see that it's worth the drive to come out here and to compete. So we're excited for a second year. And um, we know we're going to have a lot more teams this year just because word got around how well it was ran the first time. Well, I have to say that the singlets last year were pretty slick. Yes. Yes, especially for little kids that love dinosaurs. That was a big selling point for them. I mean, even grown adults, not grown adults, but say your <laughs> high school kids would love something like that. Yes, yep. So it's pretty cool. Well, I have to say, Candace, you are a pioneer in girls wrestling. So you absolutely deserved to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, even at your young age. Thank you. Looking at what girls wrestling is doing and having this sanctioned what what are your thoughts in what this is going to do to the sport of wrestling um i think that it's going to raise the level of wrestling and hopefully um utah wrestling will start to really compete at a national and a world level because now we have the numbers and now the girls are starting to you can see the quality is kind of starting to improve and now we just have to start getting girls some that experience and start hopefully adding some girls to some world teams and things like that we had um Paige Mortimer who came out of Utah who she's ranked number one in in her weight class in college right now. Um, we have one other girl, Marlon Deep, who's also ranked number one in her college weight class. So it's slowly starting to take over. Um, and these girls, after they start to get that experience, um, and they it kind of raises the level of wrestling as a whole for the state, I think you'll see a lot more girls wrestling at the top level in college and, um, and internationally as well, which is super exciting because, wrestling is a very small community so you start to kind of build relationships with people that not only are on your team but across the state and so to see the girls succeed is really cool so I'm excited for for that progress that we're seeing if or when you have children what's the chance that they're going to wrestle well it's up to them but I don't know how they wouldn't because I practically live in the wrestling room. Um, and like I said, it's a community behind wrestling. So parents come and drop their kids off and the kids will hang out in the wrestling room and sit through multiple practices just because they enjoy being there. And after practice, the kids, you got to literally kick them out of the room because they all want to stay and wrestle and roll around and play. And so I think when I have kids, they will from the time they're born, be in the wrestling room and hopefully they, uh, they find that passion for it. Like I did, but I'm definitely not going to push it. I don't want to be one of those overbearing parents who tries to force their kid to do things that they don't really want to do. Um, cause I know for myself, I wrestling's one of those sports that you can't do if you don't love. So, um, you just got to wait and see and hope that they have that love for it. Anything else to add, Candace? Thanks for coming on, by the way. Um, not really. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for everything you've done for, for uh, girls wrestling, women's wrestling. Yeah, so. of course. It, yeah, it was, uh, it's been quite the journey, and 
like I said, I'm not done yet. So I'm happy to keep contributing. Candace Workman with, uh, are you a junior, uh, what is it? You in a junior high wrestling? Yep, UNA Junior High, and I run the UNA Wrestling Club. All right. Right here on UNA Basin Sports and Sorts, brought to you by JMP Saddle, Vernal, Farm Fitness in Roosevelt. That's a CrossFit-style gym. Go check out check them out, farmfitroosevelt.com, and Levitt Group Insurance Agency of Vernal and Roosevelt. Sports and Sorts with Mark Winterton on News Talk, 104.5 FM and AM 920 KVEL.